Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. We're alive! Yay! <laughs> Even though you're hearing this like two weeks after the fact, we're alive! Yeah. I think the clue would have been, well no, actually no, because I have the other episodes already set up to record, so that would have been yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That would have been bad. Like, oh, good, everything's fine. Hey, there's no more episodes. What happened? Oh, they drowned. How long ago? <coughs> oh, like a month. Like a month ago. They'd been gone. Yeah. They were drowning while they were watching movies and recording instead of getting out. Yeah, right. Right. They tried to save their whole movie collection. You brought them down. <laughs> I hope I'm only in the D's mm. of the Blu-rays. Mm. It is September 11th, 2017. Never forget. Never forget. Um, we are still off of work, uh, recovering from, uh, if you've been listening the past couple weeks, you know, this is our hurricane series. We have second year in a row. Hurricane Irma is now past us. Um, we are very fortunate and very lucky, much more fortunate and lucky than others um, in terms of having all of our power still. We didn't lose power uh, at all. Thank goodness. We're so freaking lucky. Throughout the entire process, we are in the minority of the entire state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, we had several trees downed, uh, including like two... like. In right in our, front of our house. In front of our house, and they did not hit or damage the house at all. Um, we had a little water seepage in the, by a window and a front door, but I was able to, to take care of it immediately and not have any further damage happen. Um, because you were up till 3 in the morning. I was up till 3 in the morning because there's no way I was going to be able to sleep. Because uh, they kept pushing the storm like back, and the storm turned, so the eye, whatever was left of the eye went directly above us which it wasn't supposed to, the entire week preparing this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when it's, you know, put up or shut up time, right, it course. comes right over us. So I stayed up um, and literally just sat here and just watched the news. Like, I was a fat housewife after Princess Di died. Um, oh, my God. Rest in peace. That's terrible. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Um, or, like, like, like uh, on South Park for, for actual 9-11 when Sam's mom's just, like, st- stuck on the couch for, like, a week. You know, like, that's how I was. I was like, oh, my God, where's it going? And just listening to the winds batter our poor windows and I know, everything. it was so scary. You were asleep, kind of, with the baby. Kind of, I kept waking up, but... Um, but, yeah, we are fine, we are good. We hope uh, you and yours is also good as well from that. Because um, now, as we're saying this, it's but it's battering Georgia when it really wasn't supposed to, and it's going to hit South Carolina as well. Well, it's only a tropical storm now. It's only, yeah, but there's also people that weren't, like... Expecting it, expecting and it yeah. and prepared, you know, I hope like that everyone did get prepared. Yeah, I'm so. sure, I'm sure everyone's fine. But um, but yeah, uh, if you're new here to the podcast, what we do every single week 
we watch a movie that's either randomly selected from our box Mass of movies, movies or we nominate them back and forth to watch or we have special cases. We watch movies. We talk about our lives. We talk about the movies. We have fun. That's what we do. Um, of course, this entire weekend, you know, this is Monday from recording this at mm-hmm. 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm still fighting back yawning because I did go to sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are off of work today. We are off of work tomorrow. One good thing about Hurricane... No one else's power. No one no else's roads power. Are open. No roads are open. Oh, darn. We got to cancel work. Oh, shucks. Oh, well. Oh, darn. Um, so that's what we're doing. That's why we're, we're here rocking and rolling still. Um, Let's do it. So while we've been watching a, the, a bunch of news, we've also been getting through our movies. We also managed to, once again, hit up something by unscrupulous means. Uh, that was out in theaters for the summer that we missed because we do have a, a beautiful baby that is asleep on the floor. Thank goodness. That's uh, why we're going to rush through this podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. If you wake up any moment. Uh, we watched Baywatch we on did watch Baywatch. Saturday night. I forgot we watched Correct. Baywatch. Correct, we watched Baywatch. Um, we watched Baywatch. We, we get- Baywatch Baywatch. What? Well, because we're bays. You're my bay. That's don't what the ever kids call say. Me that. Don't ever say the kids, that. What's up, Bay? Don't ever say that. Why? I, I, because I Isn't don't like the hip, bay. the hip thing. I don't know the kids who are you. Into. Why are you asking me? I'm not, I, don't I don't know. I don't know who you work with that you know knows they slang. They do, and I and, and I have, and I use the slang and jargon totally wrong, and they all laugh at me. Uh, we watched Baywatch, um, and what did you think of it? It was. Fine. I mean, it was, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. It could. I, it could have been a lot better, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I, I think. So. I think the reviews were a little harsh, but I don't think they were totally unwarranted. I mean, there were several yeah. funny moments. Yeah. You know, there were there was lots that could have been better. Um, but for what it was, uh, you know. Yeah. It was okay. I I wouldn't necessarily again need to ever watch it. Ever Once again, more, yeah. Um, but there was plenty that was good with it. I will say the one thing. Can I just point this out? And I don't want to be like a sexist pig here, or like sound like a pervert or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not one. Going to. Not one bare female chest or ass in a Baywatch. But you got a dead dick and you got a dick stuck in a pallet. It's the twenty first century. I don't give a shit. It's Baywatch. What Baywatch did you ever see bare tits and ass? It was on television. That was the restriction. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just saying, all right? I think maybe it got such bad reviews because people had such high hopes, like bare tits and ass, apparently. Yeah. That's what all the, the professional movie Owen Gleiberman was sitting there with his dick out in his pants, waiting. Waiting, waiting to see some titties. Richard Roper had to go home and crank one out immediately afterwards. You're the worst. I know. Um... So yeah, so that's what we watch. Maybe we'll also watch something else tonight. I don't know. Um, depends on what you pick for my nomination after this. And of course, we have Clockwork Orange on the horizon, which we have to watch eventually, and I'm very excited for And I know you're going to have to be in the right fucking mind to do it. You can never be in the right mind to watch that movie. I can always watch that movie. Mm. Um, so let's get into today's movie, though, because yeah. you can always be in the right frame of mind to watch always. this movie. Always. It is Mrs. Doubtfire. This is your nomination. So, Samantha, mm-hmm. read the box. Robin Williams is hysterical, sheer genius. This film is fall-down funny, says Joel Siegel, Good Morning America. How far would an ordinary father go to spend more time with his children? Daniel Hillard, Robin Williams, is no ordinary father, so when he learns his ex-wife, Sally Field, needs a housekeeper, he applies for the job. 
With the perfect wig, a little makeup, and a dress for all occasions, he becomes Mrs. Doubtfire, a devoted British housekeeper who is hired on the spot. Free to be the, quote, woman he never knew he could be, the disguised Daniel creates a whole new life with his entire family. Outrageous, hilarious, and often touching, Robin Williams makes this box office hit a film to be watched again and again. So this is a comedy classic, I feel like, at this point. Yeah, this is... This um, is... Shirley on the back of Robin Williams, who I will click my pen and write him down right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no discussion needed. This film would not be what this film is if it was someone else in that role. I mean, and that, that goes to Robin Williams, rest in peace. You know, never forget. That's, um, uh, that's his third MVP, by the way, so now he is on his own in second place all time. I mean, he, I mean he's brilliant. He really is. He's... The thing I love, and I don't know if we discussed this on Aladdin, and I don't remember what the th- uh, no, uh, was. No, he wouldn't have won MVP for Hook. He didn't so he's kind of he's just like uh, Samuel Jackson and Bill Murray in that we've watched all, almost every movie of his. He's gotten MVP on, but that was his one so far that he hasn't. He got eked out a little. And bit. Dustin Hoffman, yeah. What was the other one he got MVP for then? I'm trying to think, what else would Robin Williams got MVP for? Let me try to quickly scan through and find it. Uh, we got it for Aladdin. He wasn't in Return of Jafar, so he wouldn't have got it there. I think he got it for. I can, you know, I can tell based off of who he's around on my list. It was after Kate Winslet, and so that would have been Eternal Sunshine. So let me go to Eternal Sunshine. Do you nine, months. Nine, nine months. Nine months. Nine months. Nine months was what it was. So even then, like in a. Uh, in a in very a, supporting a, role. A, yeah, in a basically like a guest, special guest star role. Mm-hmm. Um. So Hook is really the only one that we've seen of his so far where, like, he can't be himself. These movies aren't, I think, anything unless Robin Williams is given the the, the carte blanche to just do whatever right. he wants. Right, the ability to improvise. E- even Aladdin. And... Like, they had to animate around what Robin Williams did. It wasn't right. like, here's what we have, read the script. I feel like in no, this, there, there's still there plenty was. of... I feel like there's still plenty of moments in this where he's following... Well, I think what they do is they say, here's what we have written, here's a script, uh-huh. do it a couple times, Action. and yep. then do your own Now these thing. are for you, and then we're going to use right. those probably because you're right. Robin Williams exactly. and you're better. But they still have, right, they still have, you know, ABC, yeah. but he adds everything in between. This movie has... I'm trying to count them. Four different montages or bit or bits where it's just him doing voices and characters and shtick, right? Mm-hmm. So you have um, when he's in at the at the beginning when he's with the um, the the caseworker caseworker, right? And he does all and he the does voices. does the best impression of a right. hot dog that's ever existed. And then he does it when they're doing the makeup. makeup. Yep, he does it when he's calling right when to he's get calling the um, the, job. the job. And it's, but even if you, all right, so break it down even further beyond those. So you have him uh, playing with the dinosaurs. He's doing James Brown. He's doing yeah. the chorus line. He's doing all that. Uh, he does it um, even at the very beginning when he's like doing the, the voiceovers for the animated thing. He's doing Gandhi. He does Porky Pig. Like he does like 50 characters in this. Well, yeah. I mean, he's and it's, brilliant. It, and it, it, it seems so genuine, and it seem it doesn't seem like I feel like in some of his later work it seemed very, I don't know, like it seemed like almost like tack, tacked on and, and forced. I think forced. It's, I think you also have to take into account the source a lot material. of what not the source, the source material, material, but the project, like what it is. The project, but I also think you have to take into account, you know, this is a man who 
was actually really unhappy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he, he was depressed. He ended up killing himself. And I don't think that he was like that in 1991 when this movie came out. 93 is when 93, came out. I'm sorry. But, like, you know, I don't think that... Yeah, no, it, It's been saying. a long issue. So I think sure, sure, later sure. in his career, he just couldn't continue to well, be also, yeah. that happy-go-lucky... They also had the foresight to give him a, the part of, like, a... A voice actor and a com- and like an, a comedian, right. right out of the gate, where it's not like I don't. I'm just off the top of my head. I'm thinking of like RV, where like he's just a fucking dad, right, right, right. And I can't, you know, I don't recall like if he's doing crazy make em ups and that, you know. I don't know but you can ask your parents because didn't you see it with them? Yeah, I never saw that movie. I hate you so much. I was hoping you to bring that up. I got it. We didn't don't pay. mumble because the the recording can't pick I'm gonna you mumble up. if I want when it's about RV. <laughs> what? I saw RV in theaters, but I didn't pay for it, except emotionally. Um, so I think that helps and makes it feel genuine. Look, this is... It holds up. It's not like I've seen it so many times. I've seen it. We've seen it so much. It's good to see Dozens it. Dozens of times. I was going to see it on television because, like... I was going to see it not on television because this is one of those where they just, like, take out, like, chunks of the movie. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're, like, from one point to the other. I didn't know this was two hours. This has never felt like a two-hour movie to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's two hours and, like, one minute, I 125 think. 125 minutes. Yeah, it's two hours and five minutes. It doesn't feel like it at all. It just... Yeah. It goes. I mean, because... Um, it's not like... I don't laugh out loud at it anymore. It's more I, some of those movies that, I like... I laugh out loud at some You parts. recite it. Like, you just sit there right. and you just... Talk you know, the lines I mean, up. I was writing stuff down because I was worried we were gonna lose power. I didn't want to be on my phone the whole time, so I was gonna. I wrote down you a couple took different notes. Things. My God! Well, because I didn't want to forget. I wasn't Look sure when we record and if mm-hmm. we were gonna have power and everything. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I wanted to ask. You know, the first two things that I wrote, which I think they go hand in hand, is, you know, your favorite scene, mm-hmm. and then like the most quotable. Mm-hmm. Scene or line in this movie? Favorite scene, man. Um, My favorite scene would be... Oh, God, it's so hard. I know, it's hard. I love all the montages. I really love... The montages are great. The montages, I think... Because it's just him just... And it builds so much into the character. You get to know him, and then you get to know, like, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, you get to know the characters. Um, But, I I will say... Like, even though the montages are my favorite, I love it. And it's really hard to pick a favorite scene. My favorite scene is when, as Miss Stoutfire, he's walking down the street, and that guy tries to rob him. <laughs> and and then he's like, broke! He's like, get off! Broke, broke my, my bag! Broke my strap, the bastard. Yeah, broke my back, that bastard. Like, I... Th- I Beat it, asshole! I will laugh out loud every time that part is on. Like, that's my favorite so, part. Let me answer that question and then let me ask my own question. Okay. That's kind of related to that and things that make me think, you know, extrapolate. So, yeah, it's... I mean, my favorite part is just Warren Williams being Ron Williams. So, yeah. I, the three things I've already said, like the montage of him doing voices, I've quoted, like, at nauseum, and I do a great impression of a hot dog, is, is fucking great. I love the scene with him and uh, Harvey Firestein. Oh, that's great. Again, because that's me being biased, because it just reminds that's me of hanging out with my best friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I like the seek. I like the whole snowball sequence at the end of the restaurant. Like it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like I like all that stuff. I don't think if I could pick like a favorite favorite. Um, like the whole movie just is so. Good. Yeah, like there's just moments that I remember that like I'll oh, randomly. Oh, it's a drive by fruit 
Fruiting. The tribe by Fruiting. Angry Remember the Kitchen stuff. This also, this movie has like so much in it that like you don't. It's hard to. Well, and you don't get it until you're older. So like right. his old like dirty ass conversation with Pierce oh Brosnan. Oh my God. As a kid, I'm like, what are cunning linguistics? I have no <laughs> idea what that is. I still barely know what that is, you know? Yeah. Um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but yeah, it's it, it. There's a lot of it that's just like it, it's one of those family films, right? That it's got stuff for the adults. Yeah, like when we kids, talked about that with some Pixar movies. The kids get it later on in life, and mm-hmm. it it kind of makes you appreciate it more because you're like, oh, this is still for me. I also love um, him in the apartment, splitting being the two oh, of him. That's hilarious. I, I love that actress too. She's like I don't remember her in everything besides this and Liar Liar. But yeah. she's always so good, and the one thing the she's most so good you being do, like the straight man. yeah, because of John Stewart, Nancy Pelosi impression is hello, which is hilarious, and they're here, so we'll we'll resume after. Time. So welcome back a week later. <laughs> Just about. I cannot believe it's been a week later. When a, wow. a hurricane hits, shit happens. Especially when you're taking in strays, <laughs> like the Real family. Um, but everyone's back to power and normal and stuff. This is now Friday, uh, September fifteenth. By the way, oh man, so we were back at work and we had we've had crazy things to do, which you'll hear in next week when we record that episode. Okay, let, let's the. This is the uh, Words of Our Dogs on television right now. This is like the Tarantino episode where yeah. it's all out of order and it doesn't really make sense. Were you asleep earlier? Well, now she's awake. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's all, who knows what's going on. So we were talking about Nancy Pelosi. So it's a perfect way to pick it back up. Gap. Hello! Hello! Um, do you have your little list that we were referring to five days ago? Um, Hi, I thought you were getting into an impression. Um, so yeah, so my favorite parts, yeah. but also I love throw, ah. I also love throwaway lines. Like you said it when it came up, but hot Jamala is like so stupid, <laughs> but I've probably said that like a dozen times in my life for no reason whatsoever. Okay. Hang on a second. Are you really saying that you've only said hot Jamala a dozen times since you've seen this movie? No, no, no. Like Ever. No, 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 like quoting this movie. I think you've said hot jambalaya probably a dozen dozens, like a gross. No, I have not. Yes, you have. Just like last weekend you and Steve were saying it back and forth. Just because every time I see jambalaya on a menu, I have to go hot jambalaya. Yeah. Means nothing. (laughs) And those definitely don't accumulate that much. You're not helping. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those are all like again, those are all my favorites. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that that there's so many um, great, great lines. Did you find your list? You don't see. I do. Okay. It was over here. We covered it most of it already. Oh, we did already. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The only other thing on my list was um, the soundtrack for this movie. I really wanted to make sure we talked about the soundtrack and the music. It's a good Excuse one me. because I know we. Did it really well talking about the soundtrack. Jillian. She's okay. We did a really good job of talking about the soundtrack and the music um, for a while, and then I think we kind of forget it depends to bring on the it film. Up, it depends. This, but I really want to make sure we talked about this because this was. It's got a good score got on its own. Great score on its own, and then it just. 
I mean, the music is just perfect. Anytime you got House of Pain jump around, you know, I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, I should add to my karaoke rotation. I feel like I do a good jump around. Um, cause so it's a bunch of white guys rapping, so that, that makes it easier for me. Um, Dude Looks Like a Lady was uh, basically written for this film. Yeah. Um, you get uh, Robin Williams singing opera to begin as Figaro. I believe that those, um, I think it was, I always fuck them, the two up. Either Tex Avery or Chuck Jones, like famed Warner Brothers animator, did that whole opening sequence, which I always enjoy. Um, there was something I was going to add, and I forget what it was before you went on that. Oh, I remember what it was. Um, also, give a shot. I think this is our first Chris Columbus movie. Um, who. Uh-uh. What would have been our other Chris Columbus movie? He did something else. Well, I mean, he's also. I mean, Home Alone, first couple Harry Potters. Yeah, he yeah. is. Know, he is I... a go to, like, family filmmaker. I mean, he's done plenty of. I feel like he's kind of, like, up and down. Um, you know, a lot of his earlier stuff, if he's still associated with John Hughes, which this isn't. I didn't know until, like, a few years ago this is based off of a book. I had no idea. Really? I didn't know Yeah, that. It's, it, there's a, uh, it says, like, based on the book, Alias Mrs. Doubtfire. And it's largely the same premise. The only difference is in the book, they get back together. Oh, wow. Which I'm very glad that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes it, it makes it uh, real. Um, yeah. And I think the other difference was that also originally Pierce Brosnan's character is actually supposed to be kind of like a villain. Like when he goes to get the, the drinks at the pool and he's like eavesdropping, he actually is like bashing the kids and bashing her and bashing uh, the mom. And then you know, Robin Williams finds out and like that's why he does what he does. But again, I like it better in that it just turns out he's a nine months. Nine months, that's right, okay. I knew we did. Yeah. Like, it turns out he's just a good dude. You know, maybe he's a little like the beginning part, I never like like she's still with him and she's obviously like swooning and it's like, Oh, I get to talk to this person. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, and he he's he seems genuine enough, but I mean it's Pierce Brosnan, he knows what he's doing. Um so yeah, I just wanted to point out those kind of like Easter eggs and differences in, in background to it. Um, there's always the flip side. Is there any scene or anything you don't particularly no. like? No. There's nothing at all? Maybe we had a really. string of something you really, you don't have anything liked at all. Um, I always try to find something. It's difficult for this. Um, I'm trying to think. Something I noticed watching it this time is, um, I've talked about, you know, the choices they make and how realistic it is. Just looking at the minutia of um, some of the entertainment aspects of it drove me a little crazy. Again, this is like extreme nitpicking, but uh, like how did he get on the air for a syndicated television show like in uh, two weeks? <laughs> like, how did they not know? He's having like supervised visitation every single week. His kids didn't know that he was going to have a television show all of a sudden. And now it's and now if this is like a big deal and they're going I don't know just everything about that whole setup you know there's no way they would have kept Mr. Sprinkles on the air for so many years they would have got him off yeah they would have gotten him off also because that guy probably was into some nasty shit that's really rude no I'm just saying no I mean like I mean like like he probably has like a back catalog of like feet pictures or something You're so you know? weird um but no it's just like all of a sudden he's on television and of course they're doing Great, I don't know. It, it's a nitpick. It's it's an extreme nitpick, but it's something I just point. I noticed watching it the other day. 
Um, and that's really it. I mean, in terms of like what I don't like, um, we already named Robin Williams the MVP. Let's get into LVP and talk about the other performances uh, as I try to walk my child like a dog. I'm going to sneeze. Hey, oh, that was disgusting. Did I sneeze on you? <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. You sneezed on me the other day, so that's only fair. Hmm. Um, Sally, Fee- Sally Field. I mean, she's... She's, she's a boss. She's um, solid. She's solid. Damn right she's solid. Watch Lincoln. That bitch could deadlift like 450. You're so weird. <laughs> uh, me and Rich, when we saw Lincoln in theaters... The only thing we kept remarking about is as uh, she's married Todd Lincoln, just how defined her traps were. Um, you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. It's great. She has oh, to play. There's a hundred percent chance I'm falling asleep in that movie. <laughs> Place your bets in Vegas for Samantha falling asleep in Lincoln. No, um, she has to play the heavy, but she's a great actress. You know, she doesn't get a chance to really be fun, but she always has great. Um, even in the midst, she has great facial expressions. Her face, like in the reveal. And the way that she like, oh, plays yeah, it, yeah, yeah, she is so it is very yeah, good. And then she's really fantastic. And to f- be that foil for Robin Williams mm-hmm. and play that opposite him, it is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I also, but I also she does en- it very well. I also enjoy her in like the courtroom scenes. Where, you know, she you know sympathetic, sympathetic, but still, and she emotes really well. Yeah, like you said, with her facial and also expression. like when she's having regular, like when she's talking to Mrs. Doubtfire when she thinks is Mrs. Doubtfire. Those scenes are really interesting and sweet. They're, those, to me, are almost like maybe like the most sickening thing because he's using these opportunities to like discover what went wrong, yeah. you know? Um, but there's still like a warmness to them. It's like it's sad that this stuff isn't a thing because obviously this woman needs this friend right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think Sally Field is part of the reason why those work so well. Um, Pierce Brosnan, one of our rare MVP and LVP candidates, is, is, I think he does a great job in this movie. He's charming. He, he's charming. Man, he, what a straight man. And what a good job at being not the funny person in scenes, I mean. Because Pierce Brosnan's a, a, a fine man. He might be on my list. 1993 Pierce Brosnan. Pre-James yeah. Bond, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I think he does do a great job of having a lot of comedy without... Like, like having a lot of humor in his performance without being that yeah. the funny one the, again the, react the just reacting to things yeah nobody gets steamrolled by robin williams in this which is incredibly easy to do everybody just elevates him even mm-hmm. higher by by mm-hmm. they by all they they all played off each other really yeah. really well uh, i mean harvey firestein is a national treasure and deserves a monument wherever he goes we're talking about harvey firestein not rich exactly um we already talked about Mrs. Selner. Um, let's get into LVP. I have a few candidates, so we'll kind of... You can't really... I mean, look, kid, kids are kids. All right. It's not Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson is so, is so, so adorable She's and cute. sweet. We're his goddamn kids, too. Jillian, learn that. Um... She's so innocent, and she's so sweet. Mind you, whatever school she was in is doing a terrible job, because the only thing she ever did was paint pictures and draw. She's five she years old. kindergarten. That's all Jillian's going to do when she goes to kindergarten. She's a genius. Her foot just got stuck in that bucket. <laughs> and she kicked it away. 
Um, she's fine. Um, it's not her. I think it's probably Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> He's... Whoa. No, not even him. He doesn't even have a shtick. Whoa. In the balls. That's what it is. Um, I also never really like the oldest daughter. I don't like her. And it, well, because you're a female. Um, and we've gone over this. You have a female against female bias. I don't. You're the one who brought up that you didn't like her. Well, she's not it, very a, good. She's a teenager. She's attitudinal. You know. But she right. But she's also an actress. And I think that she does a good job. Matthew Lawrence to me is just very. Because you're a guy. No, no. Why? Why isn't it the same thing? I will actually Why give you fucking reasons. He's, he's unnatural in his line de- delivery that when he discovers his dad as Miss Doubtfire, like, taking a piss, I don't know, just something about it is How always would you in the wrong way. How would you react you walking on me pissing with a dick? I would say, okay, what did you do last week in terms of adding a dick to your body? Because I know you don't have a dick. You don't know. By the way, you couldn't make this movie nowadays because now it's like, yeah, of course, yeah. Anybody can stand up the piss nowadays. <laughs> like, like, you can't have that reaction. He's a she, he's a she, 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 she. Yeah. Some he's or she's and some she's or he's. Get the fuck over it. It's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he also just has, uh, even at the beginning when he's, you know, asking about what he's having for his party and when he's trying to emote, this is all my fault. Uh, when he squirts milk in that sheep's nose. I thought you were going to see something that was completely different. When he squirts his nasty Lawrence juice in. Ew. <laughs> I just don't like him. Um, I was going to swear up and down you were going to say the bus driver. No, he, he, just, he was just real creepy. His character, he's a sweet, he's no, not sweet. No, it's a creepy bus he's driver creepy. character. He's an alone old man. Oh, yeah. That, That's how I like him. Natural. Like God made you. He, he, he likes hairy women. No, that's that, that, it's creepy. Hairy women need love too. It's creepy. If it's he'd creepy. like parked the bus and went over and like sniffed the hair and licked it, <laughs> oh then yes, God. that's creepy. You're but really like what's going on? Like you're. I wasn't very like this five weird. days ago. I know you're. You're just really I'm extremely off the wall. tired. I just was in the bathroom for a long time. I have, some, <laughs> I have something in my nose I can't get out, and I'm trying to record and finish this. My daughter's crawling everywhere. Our pet's heads are falling off. Um, I got a lot going on. But I thought I could swear you going to be the bus driver. And I was like, no, he did fine. I mean, no, it was, it was creepy. I mean, he's a creepy bus driver. Um, but also, also, I also don't like, I didn't like, not Lundy, but the other boss. Oh, that guy? That guy. Pack him. Ship him. You pack those and you ship those. Any questions? That's a terrible impression. After you pack them, you ship them. Lots of luck, smartass. I like him. He's a curmudgeon New York boss. I like Lundy. Robert Prosky is great. Oh, I like Lundy. Great. He did a good job. Yeah, he's, I uh, he, I, whatever he's in, was in, because I think he's deceased, he's always got a certain yeah. um, aura and power to uh, him. Um, again, I don't want to give LVPs based on... Oh, Mr. Sprinkles. Not Mr. He Sprinkles. Sucked. He was supposed to suck. That's I mean, the difference. Like I almost. And they kept him on board as a as a mailman. Great. You know, um, well, Mr. Doubt, Mrs. Doubtfire. I have a letter here. Can't even do a Mr. Sprinkles impression. What good am I? Um, I don't like giving LVPs based off of like the characters' traits and stuff. But the neighbor 
is really the reason that marriage crumbled. <laughs> that bitch of a neighbor, if she just like been able to deal with the fact that these animals were eating up all of her ugly ass fucking plants and flowers, get over it. Bless you, you know, and don't blow up the kid's birthday party. You know how many times she probably called the cops for anything? How many times? It's 400. They're having an argument, and she's calling domestic violence. Rob Williams is in the middle of doing, like, a fucking Nixon impression to give his argument. Nothing's going on, and she was awful. So I don't want to give it to her. Um, somebody who's definitely not also the LVP, but I want to see more of, is uh, Aunt Jack. Oh, the yeah. Guy, the guy has such a freaking expressive face. You know what he looks like? He looks like um, the alien inside of the head in Men in Black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never not, you'll never unsee that shit. Oh, no. He makes that little face when they're singing Matchmaker that's like... <gasps> Matchmaker? When he does that, I'm like, maybe I'm gay. <laughs> like, that was adorable. You are gay. Uh, I'm extremely. Uh, so I would, that, all that leads me right back to either of the two mm-hmm. kids. Um, that's my story and I'm sticking to it I, um, I know you want to give it to the daughter and ultimately if you want to I think I'm fine with it I mean if you really if you want to give it to, to Matthew Lawrence oh, we for, I feel like we're forgetting somebody not that I can think of there's so many like little bit parts like his initial attorney like what a worm but like I'm not going to give it for like again right, it's basing off of the judge the like I don't think that I like the judge I, I mean, I mean, I like the judge. I mean, I think no, yeah, asshole, but, but I think that the actor did a good job. So you don't want this? I just went and got this, and you went, mum, 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 you don't want this. I'll put the cap on it, and you can play with it. Um, yeah, I'm, I think it's one of the two kids. I'm trying to break it down. I think it's Matthew Lawrence's face. Okay. I think it's... Lo- no, I mean, like... <laughs> Agreed that we have to specifically yeah. make it his face. Yeah. Like, I think his facial expressions... Well, because also I feel like she didn't have any facial expressions. God, I'm so torn. Let's, can we do a tie? No, it's... I, it's I'm, her, then. If you're going to put it in your mouth, then make sure that you're drinking it. I keep taking the lid off. Mm-hmm. And then she'll button up, and then now I put the lid on, and then she tried to put it in her mouth. Yeah, she wants to. She wants to bite something. Jim, what are you doing? She yeah, she gets it. Um, trying to think about what the correct answer is. She's got him. She has everything. Why did he not want to hug his dad? Was he scared he was going to get a boner? Hugging his dad. No, I don't think so. Because, like, it's a guy thing. It's like, yeah. Like. I don't think so. I think it's just, like, a guy thing. Like, remember, this is the 90s. They, they, were, they were very, very phobic at this point to, you know, differences. Gay, lesbian, transgendered. You know, it wasn't as, as common and give as a, accepted as but it like is gave now. But, like, give a mainstream movie in 1993 props to have, like, prompt dominant yeah. gay men, yeah. you know, as a, as a crux of the movie. Yeah. Again, one of those convenient sayings, oh, yeah, they're Hollywood makeup artists. Go figure, you know? Um, wow. Um, oh, yeah. Also, uh, the scarring uh, 
shout out to those two Asian kids who got scarred <laughs> for the rest of their lives um, when the masks the mask falls and gets run over. Um, what are you doing? Don't turn this off. Nope, stop it. All right, let's finish this up. I'm trying, and I can't decide. I've been so indecisive, never. And now I have dyslexia, too, um, about this. No, I think right. it's her. I'm going to give it to you. Lisa Jakob, I think, is her name. Sure. Look, Matthew Lawrence, you got off light this time. You better step that shit up the next go-around. Even though I'm pretty sure this is like the only film you ever fucking in. Oh, um, yeah, because... Joey was in all Who was the... Th- was it Andrew Lawrence? It was Matthew, Joey, and Andrew. Is that correct? And then yeah. Matthew Lawrence... I think also I'm biased because I've, I've seen more of Matthew Lawrence and he was like one of those jump-the-shark moments for Boy Meets World. I remember he was on Boy Meets World for like I, two years. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm well aware. He was not very good, but Lisa Jacob will give it to you this time. She just didn't have much of a personality. Yeah. Like, you know, it was hard to... It was hard to... Like, you know, like, empathize with her, you know, even when, you know, she apologizes, you know, after her mom's happy with the dinner, which I've always wanted that food, whatever it was, that he bought. It was so expensive you know. in 1993 for four dinners and, and 15 bucks extra for rushing. Um, <laughs> that guy also. You have change? Nah, I don't. That guy fucking change. Yeah. He's wanted a fucking tip. You had fucking change. Yeah, fuck you. That was an actual fucking waiter. And they just happened to get a walk-on part, and he had to go back to fucking waiting at that actual restaurant afterwards. Um, yeah, at least Matthew Lawrence had some range. Range. I will, yeah. No matter if it was bad range, he had range. Terrible dance. She moves. had no terrible dance moves. When you get outdanced by Robin Williams and a five-year-old, you know, not yeah. not very good. Um, well, that was impressive, Jillian. Good job. What did you just do, kid? Uh, she flipped the bottle from one cup holder to the other. <laughs> Good job. Um, this is never going to happen with you, although if Mommy tried to take you away from me, I would definitely dress up like a woman. I'd dress up like anything. I'd dress up like fucking Hitler if I could to see you. Well, then I definitely would be. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't see her. <laughs> um, I would never take her away from you. How many times in this movie do we look at each other and go, man, this isn't going to be us? Uh, like every time that they fought or something. Stop it. We're almost done. Knock it off. Knock it off. Um, I don't know. I was going to extrapolate and ask, like, well, what would we do? But, like, what are we going to Let's yeah, not no, talk let's about not, it. Let's not go let's there. Let's end it on a positive. Anything else on Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, no, I think we covered it. Okay. Uh, it's score time. It was your selection, so that means I score it first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comedy classic. It is absolutely hysterical. It is one of Robin Williams' crowning achievements. Um, what are I'm you gonna doing? Give, I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Really? Oh. Yes, nine and a half. Really? Yes. That's it? I can't give it a ten. It's Why? Not a, it's I'm not, giving it a ten. It's not a ten to me. I don't, I'm giving it a ten. I love There's not anything movie. wrong with it, but like it's not... Here's why it's not a ten to me, because it's something I talked about in the first half of this. I watch it, and it's fantastic, and I, I still enjoy it. But I don't laugh out loud to it every single time still. A 10 comedy to me is going to have to be something that I still regularly am able to laugh out okay. loud at. That's the only reason why. Okay. So, it just because of... It, not even because I've seen it so much, because, you know, Shaun of the Dead, 
I've seen however many times, and I gave it a ten. Um, yeah, it's a nine. So it'll be a nine point seven five, which I think is bad. definitely fair. It's good. Um, one thing. I, oh, I remember the one thing I was gonna say. Uh, the one fortunate thing, the only fortunate thing about Robin Williams' passing, is that we didn't get the Mrs. Doubtfire sequel they tried to do for like twenty years. Oh yeah. It was always around, like, him following his daughter to college Weird. and, like, trying to keep up on her. Weird. I was like, no, that's just, that would be one of the worst movie sequels of all time. I'm going to go ahead and That'd say be, it. Yeah, that would have been really... It's Big Mama's House, too, is yeah. all it is. Yeah, that's, that's true. <coughs> and I think, actually, that movie might actually be the reason why it didn't get made. So if oh. Big Mama's House 2 exists for one reason, you know, we'll take that sacrifice as opposed to something else. Yeah. Jillian, stop! So 9.75 for Mrs. Doubtfire. Great. This was your nomination, so I get to nominate two oh, movies. Uh, I thankfully remember what my two movies are. Um, there's a very specific reason why I'm nominating these two movies. I'm not even sure if you're going to know what these two movies are. You okay? Great. Just by title. So I'm not going to give you any other background to it besides name alone, and then I'll tell you why I nominated them, Okay. So my two nominations are Mystery Team and Quick Change. You have to pick which one you want just based on the names alone. I know what Mystery Team is. Okay. I'll pick that because I don't know what Quick Change is. Okay. So Mystery Team is a Derek Comedy film. Uh, it I picked those because they each feature... Uh, what the fuck noise was that? You sound like a gutter. What are you doing? Um, they are each prominent first for two of my favorite comedians and actors. Uh, Mystery Team is the first film that Donald Glover was ever in. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's the first movie he was ever in. I've actually never even seen it. It was one of those at super cheap at the movie store mm -hmm. movies. Quick Change is the first and only film that Bill Murray ever directed. Oh, okay. Um, featuring Randy Quaid, which I was excited about, but I guess we'll just have to I wait. I didn't know what it was. That's fine. Well, that's why I, I did it. I knew Mystery Team was. So, and I've, I've never Who seen it. Who had a poster of that in there? All of us, because... Right, we all have posters <laughs> Because, of I know, I think Rich did. They came to UF when we were in improv and comedy. Not Donald Glover, because he was too famous, but DC Pearson or whatever the other ones was. Um, yeah. The ones that have done nothing else since that I know of. Um, sorry. But, uh, all right, cool, mystery team. And I wanted, yeah, to keep, I wanted to keep comedy, but I didn't want to do, like... Hey, Donald Glover, if you listen to this, tweet us at MarriedWMovies or email us, MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. Uh, we'd like to have you on the show. Mm -hmm. And while you're, um, if you're listening, hopefully that means you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. Got yep. It. You fuck that up every single time. No, I don't. Time. Actually, I'm pretty good at it, but because you went out of order and you started doing the plugs. Oh, so, oh, so you can't improvise? You have to be scripted? I thought that you no. were a better improviser than a sketch actor. I was shocked at the fact that you were able to get the Twitter and the email right. Um, and that you're still awake. I created both of those. Arcade and Audio. I'm sleeping. I've been asleep for 37 minutes. ArcadeAudio.net. That says 27. ArcadeAudio.net. No, I'm aware of what it said. ArcadeAudio.net is the podcast home base, along with all other shows in our network. You can 
find all the information out there and patreon.com slash arcade audio to support the show and get cool bonus content which we'll hopefully have very soon i'm trying to get uh with uh steve um once again to do another bonus episode on something that you'll hopefully get very soon uh next week it's going to be uh, a podcast out of the normal order of doing things because we did have the reals over um, in the wake of Hurricane Irma, and we just threw something on, so we're going to record about it because we've already talked about it plenty, so we might as well just do it and get it out of the way. Exactly. So you'll see what that is next week. Oh, what are your two movies? Oh, I'm sorry. I just woke up. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Who's been asleep for two and a half hours, apparently. <laughs> and I don't listen to you. Signing off for this week's episode of Married Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Jillian, do you, are, are you old enough to do this yet? Please, I need help. Mommy's no good. I'm okay. <laughs> A ringing endorsement of the podcast. Married with Movies. One of the hosts is okay. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.